to for when we discuss uh, The Martian. I was catching up on the TV show uh, earlier this evening, and I got the perfect Martian-themed sound clip. Okay. Which I just lost. Where did I put Okay, here we go. Here's our Martian clip for the three of us. One kilobyte. 39 minutes. It's a megabyte. Sue, are you the only one downloading it? It's a freaking wave. It's 1996 in, in Oregon, Ryan. It's a megabyte, Sue. Oh, now it's down to 19 minutes. Oh, it's fine. I think of it which should be the Sue. Down to six minutes. Seriously, like, I used to have, like, an eWorld account in the late 90s, and I think it worked actually faster than this is. I'm going to get a drink of water while I wait. I'll be right back. Uh-oh. Sue's going to Dalek land. <laughs> Oh my god, this thing is still going? Yeah, I'm, because I don't know if this has anything to do with you, but I'm like at a 15 minute download here. <sighs> is there another way? Alright, Sue, hit stop. I'm gonna send this another way. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to mail it to you? No. <laughs> might be might get there faster. I may have found a home for Jerry. Huh. I was afraid you were going to send Jerry somewhere where they were going to, like, eat him or something. That's why I was like, where are you sending him? The lady that took the roosters to eat them said that I could bring him to her. This woman ate your roosters? She's gonna. Hmm. I'm saddened by this. Yeah, me too. But if she, I didn't give them to her, I would have had to kill them, so. That's true. You can't start, like, you can't donate them to, like, the gentle farm or something. Doesn't work that way. Nobody wanted them. Oh, poor guys. Can I make this bigger? I don't know, so. That's what she said. I am the king of the, that's what she said jokes. John Barrowman. Make, make me look better. Danielle's a big fan of those. He's wearing a Powell shirt. What? Sue's the off-topic one tonight. We're in the middle of a sentence, and Sue's like, John Barrowman is wearing a Powell shirt. What? <laughs> like, I love it because, like, we, like, we expect Sue to keep us on track. So, like, when she says, like, like tries to grab our attention from conversation, and then she, like, takes I, it to a different direction, it's like, what? My favorite thing Sue does is sometimes she'll be like, ah, wait, wait, stop. And she stops the conversation. Then she, like, goes to read something. <laughs> it's like, like, he rails it completely. Like, what are we doing? Do you want to start? Somebody's going to keep you on track. Oh, did you send me something today and you tried to say Pufuanian and you said, like, Poof Oh, no, because I, no, no, I was talking through Siri. Uh huh. And I said, Poof plays. It was like and Poof plays or something? I forget what Siri wrote down instead. Mm-hmm. But I was amused by it thoroughly and decided not to change it. I had Siri change something to, like, ass cancer the other day. Like, it was a bizarre. I don't know. That's fun. Yeah. Mm. Poof what plays. That was it. I like that. <laughs> Poof what plays. Scott's online, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Talk. Okay, I'm I not going to talk. Hey, hey, Scott. I'm not going to talk I about this on the show. I said several minutes ago because I thought I heard you, but... But you were in Canada. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm very nervous for this podcast because we have the potential to be the Debbie Downer episode. Of oh, my gosh. Yeah, so let's not start it from the moment I'm like, hello, can you hear? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. You lie. Lies. You lie. Yeah. All lies. Every, every, funny or you're the not. best, too, but that's a lie. Hello, can you hear me now? It's never been funny, but that's just... Yeah, it often starts with greetings, I, I, I will say. Greetings! Oh, I know what we're gonna smell. I know what we're gonna smell. This Sue, cut that, okay. please. Please, God. Yeah, it. please, for the love of God. And don't cut me cut, saying cut that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put in the teacher voice going, wah, 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 wah. and then Ryan going, Sue, cut that. Please, please, dear God, cut that. It'll be great. Okay. <laughs>
Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota, it's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bogo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's going like, to have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, my way, I can't cook. I, can't. I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and right, burning okay. dinner. Well, no. You burnt dinner? I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing bobs I'm there? I'm so sorry, Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry that was season 2A, Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it Oatmo. Wake up and smell the Oatmo. Oh, smell the Oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boobwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. We all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me and it was kind of but it was Jen, what are you I doing? I had a splinter in my fist and I was looking for my tweezers. <laughs> Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we, oh, wait, you guys actually got quiet. I was expecting you to actually get quiet. <laughs> Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. Don't be grumpy. I, I'm not grumpy at all. I'm drinking. Oh, I wish that I was. This would be a fun party. You want to get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not like even fun. a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got three. I got one. I got a rock. How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? <laughs> they start with N? Big good letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes. Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Rayster says, nope, sorry, Bob. Yeah, Ray, thought you'd have my back. Doesn't have the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fracking cold here. Right, I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now, how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down. Oh, he's slowing oh. down. We have everyone watching at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file. This is awesome. It's like Blu-ray quality. It's like one tenth speed bothering his buns. This is exceptional. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People that had no interest in being my friend. Really? I mean, my you can see out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the McGorgasm thing that Bobby had one time. That's hilarious. It's harder to say than they are. That's what we can find. It's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get work on that right after the McGangbang. C-O-M-E-J. Bob is a boot man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go last. 
Wake up and smell the potatoes grown out of astronaut shit, Poovoinians. This is Point of View Weekly. The morning show, yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and I am here at the Table of Awesome with some of my closest of friends, starting with my one biffle, Ryan. Ryan, how's it going? It's going very well. I actually have a Bob story for you today. I was in a meeting this morning with um, with two of my coworkers, and I had left my phone on my desk, but I have my Apple Watch on so I can get, uh, you know, text messages, you know, through my watch. And th- the other two people in the room were in the middle of a discussion, and I my wrist vibrated, so I looked at my watch, and it was a message from, from Bobo saying, you know, good morning, Biffle, you know, are we podcasting tonight? And I unconsciously went, Biffle! In the middle of the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. kind of awesome. Very nice. Yeah, that was unfortunate. I'm sure your coworkers probably didn't appreciate it, but you know. Well, one of them is hard of hearing, so she just looked at me and just smiled like she didn't know what happened. So just kept going. Uh, oh well. Well, also joining us here at the table is everyone's favorite maple-flavored Canadian, Scott. Scott, how's it going? Things are going well. It's nice to get to talk to you guys again. I feel like it's been oh my ages. God, it's been forever. It has been a while. It's Did he go like, away for everybody or just me? It's always just you, sir. <laughs> I don't know. As, as far as I'm concerned, I'm still here. I just, before the podcast tonight, although it's probably not been cut, I tried to send Sue literally, like, what was it, like a six-second clip. If you heard it, it was the Veep clip about the Martian, which may have been in the episode already. It took, it didn't even reach Sue. It was 1.6 megabytes, and we got about a quarter of the way through, and we were like, we're going to be up all night to wait for this. I could have mailed it to... You could have mailed it to her and you would have got it. I could have. Well, that's the story of my life. No respect. Tell her no respect. Well, well, speaking of Sue, uh, we have our ever lovely <laughs> There she is. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful segue, Bob. I'm recuperating from lack of sleep. But other than that, and, and it's fracking hot here, but not as fracking hot as it is at Bob's. No. So, oh, my Other gosh. than that... Now, All right. I don't want to jump to the California presidential primary, which is happening in real time, but I, I was I went to get dinner the other night at a restaurant near my house, and I went through the drive through and you just have to you know sit there for a while until they bring their food out, the food out to you. And I'm listening to MSNBC in my car, and um, they broke in with a Donald Trump rally, which always is fun for me because, you know, I can't think of ways to kill myself fast enough. And Donald Trump was speaking in California about how there is no drought. Oh, yeah, that was in Fresno. There's plenty of water, and we're and Obama's just throwing it away. I had no idea, but I thought of you. Well, thank you. I, I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think of me when you think of Trump rallies. I did. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it wasn't the Trump rally. It was the water, because we know how well you used to, you know, save water in cans and buckets and, trash barrels. and well, shower in, in saved water and all of that stuff, so. It had nothing to do with Trump. Well, anyway, but yeah, no, I remember, I remember, because uh, Trump did recently come to Fresno, where he spent some time talking to all the farmers here and about all of their issues and how, I guess, you know, little fishies are endangered, so that's why we don't have any water. I, I'm not going to try to speak to the water situation in that regards, because I don't know enough, nor will I uh, <laughs> take a political stance, but yeah. It was very interesting. Political talk radio was very interesting that day. It was one of the few days I actually turned it on to listen to uh, our local KMJ radio or our Fox News-ish, I guess, based radio affiliate. It's very interesting, like, how they've really kind of started to drink the Kool-Aid of, of Trump <laughs> um, and how they really, originally they weren't for him at all, and now they're like, 
he's the best thing ever. They're kind of starting to back away in the last 24 hours, though, if you've noticed, because of the judge comments that he made. A week ago. Yes. I haven't been paying attention that closely. I've, the only political thing I've done today is I went and voted. He's received one un, He's received one unendorsement um, in the last week, and the Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, finally said, all right, I endorse you. And the next day he was like, are you shitting me? Why, uh, whatever. Well, I'll tell you real fast. You know Trump University, the organization Trump ran, which was clearly a scam to steal money from unsuspecting people. Oh, oh that's what it was about. No. That was what it was about. That was the Kool-Aid moment for me. Okay. When basically, like, the, the guys on air were talking about, like, was it really a scam? I mean, if you give your money, it's about what you personally take out from it. It was just right. like the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, this is what happened. So the judge in the case, who's hearing the case, ordered the Trump playbooks. So like the binders he gives to the staff members who go out and, and rob from people. The binders that give him them helpful tips on what to say and, you know, make them, you know, increase their credit card limit so we can max out all their credit cards while they're here in the building. And, you know, all, all the tips of the Trump rule book. He ordered the rule book released because there's a public interest in having that information be released and it's legal as part of the process. So the judge is like, well, I, I'm going to do this another way. So Trump came out and said, he's an awful judge. He's a Mexican and he's mad at me because I'm building a wall. So he is incapable of serving as the judge in this case because he's Mexican. The, attempting to, to turn around this whole racist. The know, judge thing. is from Indiana, but he is like second gen. He's Hispanic. Right. Born and raised in Indiana. And Trump has said he is not qualified because Hispanics, although every time you hear him talk, he says, the Hispanics love me. They love me. I'm doing so good with Hispanics. But apparently a Hispanic cannot deal with him on any legal grounds because they all hate him because he's building a wall. So they, they, uh, Jake Trapper from, I believe, CNN interviewed him and asked him 22 times, isn't that the definition of racism that he's not capable of doing his job because he's Hispanic? And every, every time he asked him that, his response back was, I'm building a wall. They're very mad at me because I'm building the wall. So in other words, women don't like him. So does that mean women are disqualified because they can't serve on juries? We already know what he thinks about women. Yeah. Probably. So everyone's now starting to unendorse him. Newt Gingrich, who was running for his vice president, called him out as being, you know, immoral and blah, blah, blah. Because now they can see the writing on the wall, which is good. Well, yeah. I think that Trump should be able to build his wall, but I think he needs to build it with his own little hands. Aww. That'd be cute. He can but build anywho. as big or small as he wants to. <laughs> Bob can see the spot. She's leaving. I'm seeing the writing on the wall. Trust me, they're not leaving. Bob, I want to know, who'd you vote for today? Uh, I voted for Bernie Sanders. All right. Yay! Only because I would not vote for him or Clinton in the primaries, but I just figured I'd, you know, stick a big middle finger up to uh, Hillary Clinton. I'm getting annoyed with the... Um, like, I'm one of those people that thinks that um, the Westboro Baptist Church should be able to speak. Because I just right. think if you're an idiot, you should be able to speak so we can be reminded of how big of an idiot you are. I'm a little annoyed with the hardcore liberals who are objecting to Hillary Clinton being called the presumptive nominee. Because her position is the exact one that Barack Obama was in four years ago. And hers is actually stronger than Obama's was. And Obama was clearly the presumptive nominee. 
and they're arguing, well, you know, we shouldn't be able to call this until he's the uh, she's the actual nominee. Like, if you look tonight, you know, with you could have a situation where with like fifty five percent of California in, they're ready to make a call. We're okay with them calling states before we count every ballot because we can tell from the ballots we've counted who's winning. Right. Why can we not call Hillary the presumptive nominee if she is presumed to be the nominee based on all the evidence that we have? I mean, that that's the thing that's just driving me crazy is the people – you don't get to have another standard just because you don't – like, I don't even love Hillary Clinton, but you know, she's the presumptive nominee. Part of it is that people are afraid that if she's called the – the presumptive nominee, right. the people aren't going to go out and vote, no. and they want everybody to go out and vote. Who's they? Whoever they is. <laughs> it's the Bernie, the Bernie people, because the, the Bernie people are worried that people are going to go, well, Hillary's already got it. No need for me to go out and vote. Yeah, but then the Hillary people will think Hillary's already got it, so the Hillary people won't go out to vote. They, they, there's an argument to be made that they want her to be called the nominee because all their crazy people, well, not crazy people, but all their diehard, you know, the people who are crazy for Bernie, the diehard Bernie people are mobile votes. They're all, they'll all run out of, I vote for Bernie too, but they'll all run out and vote and the Hillary people will think it's it's done, we're, we won this and they won't bother. I don't know. I just think that the, I get that people love Bernie. I get why people don't love Hillary, but I think you have to apply the same standard. And people are saying now that Hill, that Bernie should win. He should pull in um, all the superdelegates and somehow win this thing with superdelegates. Could you imagine four years ago if Obama led Clinton in, in the pledge delegate count, if Obama got more votes, if he was winning this thing, and all of a sudden Hillary Clinton picked up the phone and the, ple- the superdelegates all you know, got in their limos, drove to her place, and made her the nominee, it would have been anarchy. So, I mean, Hillary won, Bernie did not. I mean, she could still get indicted, something could still happen, you know, there's there's provisions for what happens if the if the presumptive nominee can't make it to the election, what happens if the winner can't serve, there's, there's provisions for everything, but Hillary won, Bernie did. Bob is so ready for me to talk about anything else but this. Anybody want to hear about the alpacas? Oh, yeah, let's talk about the dead alpacas. Let's, 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 let's keep the uh, entertaining. Yeah. Let's keep this going. That poor Sue had a terrible week. <laughs> she did. It was not a good. Well, you know, it started off really good because Friday was my last day of work. And I had a really nice lunch with the girls. And, and I got to leave early, well, on time. And it was just a very nice day. And then Saturday... We, mom went to a Mother Earth news conference and I delivered four roosters that were being rehomed and ran a bunch of errands and came home and, <laughs> and Bob does not want to hear my Bob name. literally, so the minute Sue starts talking, Bob, I'll be right back. <laughs> he leaves. Who does that? Who walks away in the middle of a story? Spoilers. We went to bed Saturday night, and at midnight, the sheriff's department was banging on our front door to tell us that our down-the-hill neighbor, who we have not met yet, had come home late from work and could hear one of the alpacas breathing very hard and thrashing around, and we should go check on him. So we went out, and he was obviously overheated. We started pouring water on him. We called the emergency vet in town which no longer exists, so I called all kinds of vets. Nobody could come out that were anywhere near close to us. I called the sheriff back and said, can you just come out and shoot him? He's Mm -hmm. suffering. We don't want him to suffer. It's just awful. 
He said, no, ma'am, I can't do that. I said, okay, do you know anybody with a gun I could borrow? I called my neighbor, who I knew had guns, but he was out of town, so I couldn't do that. That's, that's like the new, can I borrow a cup of sugar? Would you mind coming and shooting my alpaca? I was going to do it. I would have probably blown my foot off in the process, oh, but sorry. I was going to do it. Would have been a worse story. <sighs> so we finally reached a vet an hour away who said, so this all started at midnight. We reached the vet at three. No, we reached the vet at two. And she said that she would be there, but it would take an hour. So she came out and she took his temperature. It was 106 degrees and 107 degrees would cause brain damage. But she said he's well hydrated. He's in good shape. His membranes are great. Let's just give him some meds and get his temperature down. And I think tomorrow he'll be fine. So we said, okay, you're the vet. So she gave him uh, two injections right in his vein and his throat and left. And both mom and I were, and she said, check him in an hour. And we said, okay. So mom went out in an hour and he looked better. We packed him with ice packs trying to cool him down because we didn't want him to get up to 107. So I went to bed for two hours. Mom stayed up for an hour, went to bed after she checked on him and he seemed to be doing better. And when I was up an hour later to check on him, he was failing. So I said, well, our vet doesn't open till nine, but there's somebody in the building at eight. So I'm going to drive over there and just beg them to come out and, and euthanize him. He's just, it was so pathetic. It was just the most awful thing. And so I was just getting dressed to go over at 10 minutes to eight. And mom came up from checking on him and said he'd gone. So then we had to figure out, you know, how are we going to bury him? What are we going to do? He's large. Yeah, 70 pound furry beast. And the really, really sad thing was that we had had an appointment to have them sheared the very next day. And had we been able to, you know, had he been sheared, he probably would have been fine. He just got too hot because it was, you know, 100 degrees. I didn't need to bring this up, but th- this was the alpaca that was sexually interested in me when I visited. Is Possibly. that correct? Okay. Yeah. It was Ben. What? He, oh, oh, he was very excited to see he, me. Bob. He made very interesting noises at Ryan. <laughs> yes. Sue, Sue, Sue called me and told me the alpaca died. I'm like, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm still weirded out by the one time I met him. <laughs> so how come it would, why would it be just Ben and that Jerry would be fine? Well, the, the vet said she didn't think it was just heat stroke because of that. But he had a fuller coat. He he was a little bit bigger and had a, a bigger, fuller coat. He could have been out in the sun more and not in the shade, whereas Jerry was in the shade. I don't know. I had sprayed them. They like to have their necks sprayed. That helps really cool them down. And I had sprayed them off twice during the day. I would taken them down and fed them at 6 o'clock. They both seemed to be fine. We had no idea anything was wrong. But apparently, you know, heat stroke does that. It you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, and all of a sudden, yeah. you're not fine. And if you have a group of ten humans and they're all playing basketball, one of them could come down with heat stroke, and the other nine could be just fine. So it just has to do with your body and your metabolism, right? Yeah. And stuff like yeah, that, I suppose. But that's why we let the vet go ahead and try to treat him instead of just putting him down right then, because. She's like, well, he's overall healthy. He's got, he's hydrated. He's, I think he's got some sort of infection that caused him to already be running a fever. And then he got overheated in the sun. And so if we give him these meds, it'll bring his fever down and he'll be fine in an hour. You know, that but did not work. That did not happen. Well, I, I'm sorry for the loss of Ben, your horny alpaca. 
And to make everything all that much better or worse, the dog that I pet sit for all the time passed away last week, too. I was talking earlier today, and I'm like, this might be a downer of a podcast. And <laughs> and, and we had a meeting, and the consensus was, nah. Look, I don't know what we were thinking during that meeting. It was Bob. Oh, Bob, welcome back. We were we were loving it, Bob. He's been back for a while. No, I've been back. I'm sorry. I've been meeting off and on because um, – because it's noisy well, there. Well, no, because I, I, I think this is the first time I'm pretty sure that I've podcasted from my new house. Um, I no longer uh, at my parents' house, as much as their lighting is amazing. Um, yeah. Lighting here is not as amazing. But, uh, yeah, so I am here at this new place where the walls are thinner and roommates are closer. And my brother was just making a, uh, a some kind of proteins like shake thing. Oh, so you have the blender uh, Which kind of reminded me of the episode where uh, Danielle made one. <laughs> Ryan recorded Danielle. Yeah, but it wasn't really as bad. I mean, that was super loud. This my, was just yeah. an annoying background noise. My mom, I had to, um, Ella was asleep the other morning and I forgot to make her a smoothie the night before. So I went to my mom's at five in the morning to use her blender. And I'm like, this might be a little loud. And I like blew her out of bed because it's the five the next and I felt bad, but it was hot. No, we were joking that Sue's like, I want to tell a story about a loss in the family. And Bob's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> no, it's just that was the right. Just happened that way. Yeah. We'll be right back. But the good news is that we we found a home for Jerry. That's good. Because he's missing his companion very much. At, oh, and to top everything off, I went out to, to get Jerry this morning to bring him up to the upper pasture, and there was a freaking coyote in the field with him. What? Yeah. Isn't that kind of their job, to make sure he's, the coyotes don't get in the field? Well, kind of, but, you know, he looks so small right now because we had him sheared. He went from this great big beast to this little teeny tiny thing that I could pick up and put in my pickup truck. I have a question. Did the woman who you were going to give Jerry to who is eating your roosters, was she going to eat Jerry or no? I don't know. She hasn't answered me back. But we found a place closer that's just like one street over. That's not going to eat him. No, she has had, she has, she had two alpacas named Chewy and Luke. Uh Uh-huh. And Chewy has passed, so Luke is alone. So Luke and Jerry. we could put Luke and Jerry together with a couple of goats, and they'll be happy, hopefully. Okay, well, if, if they need anything, let me know. I'll stop by, because I apparently do it for, for Jerry or Ben. Or Ben and Jerry. It was Ben, so... Well, it's, it was it was the one in the left, whoever that was. Ben's out in the field. It's so, yeah, so then I got to spend all day Sunday <laughs> digging holes. Because you have to have a really big hole to bury an alpaca. Because they're, they're large. They are fairly large. They are fairly large. I just realized I usually keep the microphone in, like, the middle of the table so that Danielle can be heard equally and we'll both be kind of soft. Danielle's not here, so I might get louder now. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, you know, it works. Yeah. Is someone, like, landing on their keyboard or something? There's... Well, so... Alex is here sleeping. That's... That's... So I think we're okay. That's it. I'm nowhere near my keyboard. That, yeah, that, that might have been in. I'm just being yeah. anal tonight because I can be. What the hell? Someone's snacking. I'm, I'm going back to old school Ryan. Someone is snacking on this call. Lady <laughs> Chi isn't here, Ryan. I was going to say, Lady Chi was eating something the other day when... Oh, and then... Lady I Kai. have even more bad news. But Sue, you're killing the podcast! <laughs> Seriously. God, we have dead alpaca, <laughs> coyote in the field. I got a message from Jen 2 today saying that she hated to tell me, but she's no longer coming to visit. Aw. I know. I was very sad. Well, in fairness, your farm would have killed her husband, correct? Um, no, he would have been okay on the farm. He just couldn't have come in the house. Oh, good. So you can just sleep in the car. But 
But E Baby was really looking forward to meeting the alpacas. Who are now one of whom is dead and the other one whom may be even, but we don't think so. No, I'm not gonna give her to the person him to the person who's gonna eat him. I'm just so depressed right now. I I, I had such enthusiasm. Like, you don't like depressing people. Oh god, did Trump win California? So apparently mm-hmm. according to Symphony Advanced Media, mm-hmm. you wanna take a guess what is the most watched television series of two thousand sixteen of the two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen season? Game of Thrones. No, Walking Dead. Uh, Come on, that. The most watched television series? I would probably say Game of Thrones. Veep? The answer is... Oh, I thought that was Bob saying it. Well, no. I don't know why I thought that was Bob. The answer is... No, it's not Game of Thrones. They have four million. It would be The Walking Dead. Fuller House. Is it seriously? <laughs> now, okay, so get this. So according to this, uh, this, this company... Fuller House had an average of 14.4 million adult viewers between the ages of 18 and 49 during its first 35 days on Netflix. Uh, apparently, 14 it million crushed The Walking Dead. Um, the Walking that makes sense Dead's to me. Average rating is 9.6, um, and approximately a 12.1 million viewer count. So beat it by roughly. Two million. Well, The Walking Dead can suck it, but the thing which I, I, because everyone thought they watched it, their critics. Fuller House sucks. No one's ever going to watch this. It does suck, but so did Full House, and everyone watched that. Yeah, well, like I was thinking about this. Like I was having a conversation with somebody. I should go ahead and mention this. Um, One of the things that's interesting is that uh, it's important to note that Amazon, Amazon, and Netflix, and all those places don't actually release their numbers. Mm So their findings aren't necessarily 100% confirmed to be accurate. <laughs> In fact, uh, I'm reading this now. Uh, Netflix executive uh, Ted somebody, whatever, whoever he is, says the, uh, the company's information is really remarkably inaccurate data. So Walking Dead still could be king and we wouldn't know. But anyway. Probably, yeah. no, but I was going to say about uh, Fuller House. Um, I had recently seen the, teenage, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie mm-hmm. because we all know of my... Uh, my fandom for the uh, good old TMNT. Um, and Stephen so, Amell. Uh, oh, no, he's horrible in my film. The movie's bad. The movie's really bad. But it's kind of, I, I, they, someone asked me that, I thought, I was like, honestly, it, it kind of reminds me of Full House. At its core, you know it's a piece of crap, but because there's so much nostalgic, like, right. like fan service, then you, you like it. But you know it in its heart. It's, it, it's a horrible Have movie. you seen any of Fuller House? Have I seen any of Fuller House? Yeah. I've seen the entire series. I haven't. I stopped. I'm in the middle of an episode, I think. Yeah, I am. I know I'm in the middle of an episode. Like, there there are moments, like, I had to stop watching because it was either, one, too cheesy or too, like... I have this thing. Okay, learn something about bomb time. I, like, am rather empathetic to people's embarrassment. <laughs> so, like, when a character should be embarrassed for their actions or what they're doing, I get embarrassed on their behalf, and right. I have to, like, you stop the show. Watch it. I don't yep. want to watch it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have done that. I have paused many shows and occasionally gone back to them, but yeah. Like, I literally have to like, force myself to it. I'm in the middle of the episode where they're at a baseball game. So I think I'm like yeah, roughly in the middle somewhere. I had to stop that. I had to stop it. And I think I stopped because the baby was crying or something. But like, I, I, I was just literally on the couch. I was trapped. I had the, the remote. I just threw it on. But um, I didn't think I would like it because I'm not a fan of Candace Burr, Candace Cameron Burr. And in the middle of the first scene of the first episode, they made the Trump joke. So I was okay with that. I'm like, okay, you know what? We can bury the hatchet. I'm fine with this. But I was surprised how many crude references there were, which I'm totally fine with. But I didn't expect that from Fuller House. 
yeah. just treat each other the way it used to be. Which is like I was actually trying to like figure out like what the trick is to when you bottle something and and you, and you redo it twenty years later. Like Girl Meets World is very different from Boy Meets World. Right. I was going to ask you what were your feelings on season two now, and also season three just started up. Yeah, I actually um, I had watched most of season. I forget when season two ended, but I had taped but never watched the last episode of season two. And the other night, the baby went to bed early, and I realized that season three started. So the uh, the first two episodes were up on the Disney app. So I watched the last of two, and I wa- so I watched all three of them um, back to back to back. I thought for the show, it was good. I still think there's, like, quirky things about the series that are kind of not in the vein of the original, but I thought... For the show itself, it's been an improvement over some of the previous episodes. So I, I liked it. Are you caught up on? No. In fact, I haven't seen season one. <laughs> you like I'm on season one. And honestly, I, I had trouble remembering. The problem with season two that I remember is they filmed all of these episodes in order and then chopped up the order and moved like some of the earlier episodes down the line so that like you would have like a three parter, but between part one and part two, there would be like two earlier episodes from earlier in the season. So like the characters forgot they liked each other and they were great. Regretted. Oh my God. I just said regretted. And they went back. <laughs> Rest. They regressed. Thank you. And they went back to, uh, to earlier versions of themselves. So it was, and then like the next episode, they loved each other again. And I'm like, just air them in the right order. So they had some problems with the plot, and then one of the actors was injured, um, so they left him out of some of the episodes, so it just kind of... What? Uh, the actor who plays Corey's youngest brother, um, Uncle Josh, he he was in a motorcycle accident, so he got left oh, out. Oh, okay. I feel like he got injured on set. No, he got injured. Um, he was supposed to be part of a plot line, and they left him out. Oh, I should warn you, too, I'm in the middle of a thunderstorm, so if we cut this episode early, <laughs> it was not by choice. You know why. You know why. But I, I did like it. I thought it was a good ending to the season. It wasn't the ending that they originally said. They, they like, released, like, information on how the season would end, and it didn't end the way they said it would. So, I think they're all in high school in season three. They're in high school. They said something like they were going to do, like, a three-part um, graduation episode, and they were going to bring back um, Morgan and they were, um, from the original show, Corey's sister, and... Yeah. All the stuff, and they never did either of those. So I'm not sure what happened. I'm actually about to, um, just give me one second. Actually, you know what? Screw it. I was going to close a window, but it's hot in here. I'll just leave it open and hope we don't drown. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Seems to be hot everywhere right now. I guess it's about that time. Oh, but anyway, that show, I'm sorry, that show's very different from the original, and the ratings on it are okay-ish. I mean, they're, they're looking at the ratings of... Teenage of like eighteen to forty nine year olds, which I don't think is the target audience of that show, but um, it's the highest rated show on the lowest rated network. What kind of one of those deals? Whereas Fuller House, I think, is much bigger, but it seems to be much more in tune with its earlier incarnation. So I'm not sure what the trick is. Is the trick to be just like you were before? Or well, is... the thing is, we don't know the exact numbers. I mean, people like joke in the comments like it was like fourteen million people for the first five minutes and then like four million for like the rest of it. Yeah, it could have been. But I mean, apparently like, you know, Netflix, you know, they do their homework. They don't just green light anything <laughs> and doing, bringing back Four House and then green lighting a second season, it obviously must be doing well for them. So. Right. It must be doing something, yeah. Yeah. I think it's... Grace, Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. I have to watch season two, but season one was fantastic. I really liked season one. I saw the first episode of season two. Okay, I gotta, I gotta catch up on that one. Um, but yeah, that anything with Martin Sheen, I love. But the four of them are fantastic in that one. 
I kind of wish it would have been um, Martin Sheen married to um, Lily Tomlin, because then it would have been President Bartlett married to Debbie. But, you know, yeah, you only go around once. What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. I've been mostly watching kids' things like um, Young Justice and the Tales of Puss in Boots and things like that. Stuff that I can watch 20 minutes at a time. And, go. and also, I try, I started watching um, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, because I mm-hmm. thought that might be fun. But I ran into some of the same things you were talking about, Bob, where they keep doing really awkward things, and you're like, mm-hmm. these poor people. <laughs> uh, you know the, point, the funny thing is, like a total side, an aside about that, is that one of my favorite shows of all time is The Office. Mm-hmm. Which pretty much is only awkward, like characters in awkward, awkward situations. So it's like, but I don't get me wrong. Like I had to, I had to stop that show every once in a while too. But like that's one of my favorite shows, despite having that issue. Mm-hmm. I have like I weirdly probably will go back to Kimmy at some point, but I kind of have to take breaks every now and then. I think. <laughs> wow, I think I'm. I think like Noah's Ark is a bunch of like slam into my house. <laughs> it's it's kind of bad. It's refuse that. So I'll send it over. <laughs> you don't want that. The alpaca will go floating by. I need it. Yeah, Bob needs it worse. We, uh, Danielle and I watched. What show did we watch? We we um, watched all of Modern Family. We're down. I think we're like two episodes behind. It was really bad because we swore we would finish it before the baby was born. I think we were actually watching it in the delivery room. That is not a joke. We were actually watching it in the delivery room. But the show I've always wanted to watch that never did was The Middle. So I'm like four episodes, five episodes into the first season of The Middle. And the episode involved the father and the son being stubborn and, like, the son slammed the front door and the hinge broke so the front door fell off. And, like, he wouldn't fix it because the father was supposed to fix it and the father wouldn't fix it because he told the kid to fix it. So apparently, like, nine days went by and they didn't have a front door. The thing that kills me is when shows have no realism. I'm like, you're going to be robbed. Put the door back on the house. I'm screaming at the TV. And Danielle's screaming, number one, it's a TV show. Number two, shut up, the baby's asleep. (laughs) Uh-huh. So little things like that do get to me, too. So, I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, but we were all supposed to prepare, read, or watch The Martian. <laughs> In typical, usual, I, I pulled the gen. I, I didn't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you guys we were all supposed it. to read it, and we told you you could watch it if that was easier. Sue, last week, we tried, felt. we tried to put the podcast together last week, and I sent him, Sue put up, Bob, have you read The Martian yet? And I think he wrote, wrote, wrote back saying, I haven't read it yet. So I'm like, oh, he probably watched it. Is that what, what happened? Said was, she, she asked if I had read it yet. And I responded back, no, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. I thought it was the other way around. Because <laughs> I said the things to Sue. I'm like, he, he didn't read the book. And she wrote back, I know he didn't read the book. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't going to. It is a good book. Oh, well. All right. I made a mistake with Sue. This is the mistake I made with Sue. I read the book. Shut up, Sue. You're, you're going to just have to live <laughs> this one up. Yes. This is what Sue did. Me a whole hell of a lot of money. Yeah, Sue's broke now. So what happened was I read a book a year ago that I really, really liked. It had a great writing style. The author, you know, a great plot, really interesting and loved it. So I read the first book in the series and I try not to read like the same series, like book one, book two, book three. I usually try and break it up a little bit, but we had a kid, so I didn't read that one again for a little while. So I went back, I reread the first book again, loved it because I wanted to, I re-familiarize myself because there's a series of what is it, like 10 books with like little vignettes and all that stuff. It's like six or seven full length and then several one. Vignettes. So I, I told Sue, check it out. So as of this morning, I, or this afternoon, I'm at like 40% of the way through book three. Sue has read all the books. 
So Sue is one of those people you recommend. I've not read all the books. Sue has listened to all the books. You've listened to all of ours. I have. Did you buy them all from Audible? I did. Ooh, you must have. A whole bunch of them were free. Did you have to get a subscription? I did. Okay. Which one did you get? Everyone else will be right back. Which one did you get? Did you get the two credit a month or did you get the one credit a month? I just got the one credit a month, but I got two free credits to start with. That's true, but the two credit one is cheaper and sometimes they let you buy three credits for $30. Oh, well, maybe I'll have to fix that. So you have to, you have to look into that. But I have to upgrade it after my month, my free month is up, don't I? I think you can do it now, I think. And then you can get the credits right away. Here's the okay. deal. Well, I used my other credit to buy a Harry Potter book mm-hmm. on Audible because all of my Harry Potter books are on cassette tape. Oh, yeah. You don't want that. So I, I need to, you know, redo my... And those are a whole lot more expensive. Right. But you. anyhow, and Robin, I think it was Robin, heard us talking about it online. And is she, she read? You know... She's reading it and wants to know if we're going to talk about it on the podcast. I would love to if we can if we can um, get Bob to read. But the thing is, is that yeah, I need. To... I read? All right, so the the series on um, the author is Jody Taylor, J O D I, Jody Taylor. It is the Chronicles of Saint Marys. Uh, the first in the series is called Just One Damn Thing After Another. Now, I just thought of the perfect way to explain to you the plot of this series. Okay. okay hear this. Imagine, okay, the plot of the series is it's about a, 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 a cluster of time-traveling historians, okay? Uh-huh. And they go, th- now, I want you to imagine if they said, okay, we need to staff our time-traveling organization. Someone get Puffwa on the phone. It's totally it. It's, if we it's were the so time-traveling cool. historians, what would happen if, like, we went back to, like, the Revolutionary War? Because you know, like, Bob would, like, trip over something, land in the street. Paul Revere would skid over him to try not to run him down. And, like, Jen Bob would be dating yes. Paul Bunyan. And, yeah. Right. That So it's... It, Basically, it's the cast of Puffwa as time traveling historians, and it's it's a it's a wonderful series. It's it's got drama. It's but it's written in just a very and amusing she's way. She's got great humor. She does. There I'm were times that I thing. just totally laughed out loud. And you can get them as eBooks really inexpensively. Right. And the first audiobook um, was like three dollars. And then once they got me hooked, they went up to fourteen dollars. Oh, that's how they get you. But you but can the do your short own. stories were all free. Right. So it kind of balanced out. And so it's a great series. Um, if you're a fan of, you know, Back to the Future, if you're a fan of anything time travel related, um, you might like it. I'm actually just not. Um, it had fun history. Have you got to Troy yet? I'm in Troy now. I'm in. I'm, I'm in the middle of the action at Troy. Um, just hang on one second. I'm just gonna close the window a little bit so Chuck doesn't run for it. <laughs> Someone else, you have the chance to talk. So yeah, I really liked. I'm gonna say this spoil free because I don't want to spoil Ryan, but I really liked. The author's concept of what really happened at Troy, the Battle of Troy, and the Trojan Horse, and all of that. And it was like, oh, I could totally see this happening. So it's fun, because some things she keeps fairly historically accurate, and some things she changes it because what's happened and what we know of as what's supposed to be truth really wasn't. But these historians go back in time, and they observe what's happening and then report to a a college um, kind of a place that studies history so that kind of so that they can 
So they have the inside track, sort of, yeah. of, of what happened, and it's it's a great series. Has an awesome um, protagonist, and it's it, it, it's you'll you you have fun reading it because mm-hmm. the characters are so amusing. But it literally is if we all worked it's for this time traveling organization and like the shit we would accidentally do to the timeline. And so it's 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 wonderful. But I didn't expect to see the. To, to pass me doing 80 miles an hour and finish the entire well, series. I was, you know, two or three books behind on my on my Goodreads list, mm-hmm. and now I'm seven books ahead, so yeah. go me. Yeah, I'm 20 books ahead, so I go slow down. And I was like, I haven't listened to any podcasts in forever, so my podcasts are backing up. So I'm catching up on podcasts today. So if you were looking, um, if you were looking for a book to read, uh, you can start with book one, just one damn thing after another, uh, the Chronicles of St. Mary's by, uh, Jody Taylor. Yes. I have requested it from nine library. He'll be in about three years. (laughs) Who knows? There's only two people ahead of me. Speaking of, um, podcasty things, Bob, Scott, have either of you seen Critical Role from this last week? Oh, I saw, I saw it. Yes. Really, yes. And, and I saw that Chris Perkins special guest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've seen I want to see that episode, but I it was really good. They did a great job. Do I have job. to sub in order to watch episodes? No. You no, can you see can it by it now. Yeah. Um, in if that you want to watch podcast. them right away, you have to sub- subscribe, and then you can watch the video on demand on Twitch. But they uh, post them up on I the Geek can. and Sundry website on the Monday okay. after it happened. Yeah. So. I can't Are you sub? Twitch hates yeah, me. I am. I should. I always feel bad, because like, I always feel like there's so many uh, Twitch streamers that I want to sub, but I'm too cheap to give them $5 a month. But then again, I plan on becoming a Twitch streamer, and I expect everyone to give me $5 a month. (laughs) I'm a hypocrite. Well, as far as Geek and Sundry goes, there's a lot of their shows that I like, but very few of them are on at a time when I can actually sit there and watch. So having subscribed, then I can go back and watch them whenever. Yeah, I wait till Monday. Even when Scott was here and we could watch the Twitch on his account, I can't watch it because Twitch Twitch will not – it's not compatible with my computer. I don't get why Twitch doesn't work on your computer. You can Skype and you watch YouTube, but you can't Twitch. I can Skype, just... I can watch YouTube. I can watch oh, I thought you said twerk. I'm sorry. Not twerk. No, please, God, no. And oh, it works yeah. just fine if going. I watch it on Geek and Sundry. I don't have any trouble at all. So, since we're briefly discussing Twitch, and I know we still haven't talked about, uh, as I'm not talking into the microphone, my bad, um, as we haven't discussed Martian yet, but... I wanted to bring up our Twitch family member of the, of the Potter Fifth Weekly family being Poofle Plays. And one of the things that I'm looking to do in the, probably the next, over the summer basically, um, is kind of start developing more content for uh, Poofle Plays, but also uh, developing something known as a Discord server. Just out of curiosity, if you're any familiar with Discord. Mm. So basically, it's like kind of like Skype. But not. I mean, it's a voice. It's a voice chat program, but it's also a text-based thing. It's kind of like our Facebook page had like some chat elements to it. Like, and you could join in multiple voice chats. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's quite quite interesting. We, you know, just for the fun of it, we may want to try it out as a potential um, means of podcasting uh, for like for us, you know, voiceover or for voice chat. Because uh, resource-wise, it it Skype is a beast when it comes to uh, your computer's resources while Discord is significantly less. Um, so, you know, you so might be able to actually do chat with us and, you know, surf the Internet at the same time. Um, Ooh. I know. But anyway, 
so anyway, but one of the cool things is is you know you create you can create these Discord servers, and there's various things you can do. And because I was inspired by you know every Harry Potter forum has houses, including our own Potter forum. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be kind of fun because you can set up roles and whatnot similar to a forum on our Discord server. So I was like, wait a minute, wouldn't it be awesome if we if we stole that idea and had like Poofa plays Poofa play houses on the Discord server? And so every, anyone and everyone who join who end up joining the Discord server will get sorted into a disc. I'm sorry, not a Discord. A Poofa plays house. It's technically called the Poofa Plays Academy. If someone can come up with a better name for that, I'm down. Uh, and I also need help with naming the houses. That's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but the thing is, is the houses, unlike... So you know how like, the Harry Potter houses are based off of personality traits? Well, mm-hmm. there is this test that was done by this smart professor tech guy called the Bartle Test. And the Bartle Test basically tells you what kind of gamer personality you have. And there are four options that you can end up with. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so hijacking that and making the Google Play Academy (laughs) houses based off of that. So I figured if we have the time or if we want to by the end of the episode, I kind of want to sort you into your Bartle Google Play houses by taking a test together and seeing what we all end up as. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. So is that sure? Sounds good. Can we do it? Okay. All right. So do we want to do, do we want to do that first or do we want to do, uh, Martian? I am on a career rocket ship to Mars right now, Dan, except I'm going to leave Matt Damon there because the guy made potatoes in his own shit like a fucking animal. Why don't we... I, I'm fine. ...now and give you another chance. Or give Bob a chance to actually read or and or watch the... Watch. Film. Sure. Yeah, something. I will totally make an attempt to watch the Martian. Oh, he's so full of shit. He's so full of shit. All right, so, yeah. Considering yeah. it took us, like, what, two months to play? No, when was the last time we podcasted? Seriously. Years. It's been yeah. a while. It's been a while. And that's it. Nice. It sounds pathetic on my end. But it, anyway. It's really bad, yeah. Get, get the audible. We, Sue and I can talk to you about the membership fees. Yeah, I already am. Um, if I could send it podcast, to you, I would. sponsor our podcast. It's okay. I'm sure I can find some. Bob has a guy. We all know Bob has a guy. I'm sure. I'm sure it's in Redbox, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay. If you buy it, if you buy it on uh, Kindle, it's fairly inexpensive. I think it was like five bucks for yeah, the audio. But, it was. It was very cheap. But 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 a dollar. But, but a dollar. I understand. <laughs> okay, so we'll go ahead and leave this link in the show notes. Um, but I have gone ahead and sent it to the hosts okay. so that they can go to this webpage. What's the group name? Uh, we're actually gonna, we're doing the individual test. So, oh, okay. what's the date today? Today's the seventh. The last recording we did was May tenth, so it's been almost a month. Wow. Oh, I just realized I don't think we're gonna all have the same questions at the same time. Hmm. Hmm. This could get awkward. Never mind. I'm not sure how all this will work. I guess we could go through it and then see what happens. We may want to edit out lots of. Yeah, so edit, let's edit out all of this part. <laughs> And okay. don't, leave, and don't edit out me saying it at this point. <sighs> You're no fun. Anyway, so are we, are we hitting the take the test thing? Yes, go ahead and hit take test for individual, mm-hmm. and then the, the entire screen becomes buttons. Yes. And My then, first question is, you learned that another player is planning your demise. And oh, I just got to that one now. Mine is, in a multiplayer game, would you rather join a group of explorers or warriors? Hmm. So we'll probably all get to all the questions at some point, but not in the same order. More than likely. <laughs> I like that question. Have ever been in a multiplayer world? I don't know how to answer these questions. Yeah, I was going to say you just have to. You just have to. Uh, unfortunately, 
pretend or assume what you would do. Yeah, some of these I don't really know what the answer would be, even in the games that I have played. And, and speaking of gaming, mm-hmm. on uh, my Facebook before I turned it off, I saw that Jamie Lee Curtis has dressed up, I believe, as an orc mm-hmm. because of uh, Warcraft. Yeah, Warcraft. Yeah, mm-hmm. that comes out uh, this week. I have gr- a old group of, uh, of guild mates, and I are going to go see it. I'm kind of excited. And by excited, I mean, we didn't think it's going to be a horrible movie, but it's an excuse to hang out. It's got lots of good people working on it, so it'll probably be fun enough. Oh, dang it. That's not what I wanted. Will it go back and let me do that again? No, but there's a big back button, I think. Ha-ha! <laughs> tavern wench. I'm going to be a tavern wench. All right, I just had to pull the cat off the stove. We're here just cleaning it for me, so okay, what's more important to you? As long as the stove is not on at the time. Yeah, exactly. I may have to clean that again. I feel like they're asking a lot of the same questions. It is kind of, it's gaining where you are on the scale. Which yeah, some, of, some of them have similar, a lot of it seems to be, are you an explorer or a, a mm-hmm. duelist? <laughs> Would you rather find things or kill things? Uh, find things, kill things, talk to people. This makes for great entertainment. Sue, please yes. edit this out. That's <laughs> not too bad. We've had a few things to say, at least. I'm, an ex- I'm a socializer, 87%. Are you already finished? Oh, yeah. He's I fast. Yeah. And I stopped to save the stove. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a socializer. I am. I'm Oop, fairly evenly to find split, There's apparently. a puff thing. I'm mostly an explorer or a socializer. Same here. I have 73% explorer, 67% socializer, 47% achiever, and 13% griefer, which means I don't kill people as much. <laughs> yep, I have not 87% explorer. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to socialize yourself. 53%. I guess I'm the slow one. Yay! <laughs> That's all right. You actually know the answers to some of these, so I'm or trying you have to more experience to judge them against. I really haven't played a lot of multiplayer stuff, so I just sort of have to guess. Oh, wow. Oh. I'm, def- I'm definitely the explorer. Uh, I'm 80% explorer, 53% socializer, 47 achiever, and 20% griever. I guess that makes sense. We're all Hufflepuffs. I don't think it is. I've been surprised if any of us was a griever. Mm-hmm. And, of so, course, none of these things actually add up to 100%. So, yeah. No, I just, I can't have math. Who needs math? <laughs> but anyway... So, yeah, so that's interesting. So we have three explorers and one socializer. Yeah. So I figured it would be, t- be one of the two. At least, I guess maybe Ryan. Uh, I thought maybe Ryan might be an achiever. But, uh, oh, fun fact, I'm taking a um, this four-week training course, and one of the exercises they had you do is, like, answer questions about your personality, and one of them was, do your friends think you talk too much? <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm like, sadly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what this actually adds up to now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no way it's under. Are 80%. Yeah. And then the other two are um, 120, so you end up with 200% of stuff. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, 90. Yeah, pretty much 200. Alex, you were paid in the butt. Ah, we knew that. We did. So what were your secondary categories, Ryan? I Griefer was 13%, Achiever was 33%, and Explorer was 
with 87% for socializing. Well, actually, if you look at it, those, those ones all add up. So griefer and socializer add up to 100, and then so the achiever and explorer. Yeah, so everybody ends up with 20, 200% of stuff. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. Not quite how percentages work. Correct. Right. Oh, well. Close enough. <laughs> it's a round number, anyway. Yeah, I guess mine rounds up, rounds up to as a round number. I think it's based on the percentage of, like, of the socializer answers, how many of the percentage did you pick of the socializers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, if you got all the socializers. Yeah, whatever you then use for socializer goes to griefer, and whatever you don't use for explorer goes to achiever. Well, that went a whole lot faster than I thought. It was. <laughs> I actually, I am actually going to um, suggest maybe we should end this one a little bit early because there's a thunderstorm and I need to yeah, check. I, and, say, I have to make sure Danielle is actually alive because I haven't seen her in three hours. She went to put, <laughs> she went to put the baby down, and never came back. Well, I just got bad news. Oh, who died now? The lady who was going to take him can't. Okay, please don't let anyone eat your alpaca because I can't stand that for the next episode. If you told me they all their alpaca cut even. Well, do you, you know that's how we got him in the first place, right? You were going to eat him? The guy that owned him has an alpaca herd that's, you know, a fancy breeding herd. Uh-huh. And so Ben and Jerry didn't make the cut. So he was going to cull them from his herd. And he decided what he was going to do was shoot them and eat them. And the first one he shot went well and the second one he shot he wounded but didn't kill and it ran screaming and bleeding all over the place so he freaked himself out and couldn't shoot anymore so then we said you know we'd really like to have a couple alpacas would you just give them to us and he said yeah if i don't have to shoot them and eat them that would be great so we saved their lives from being shot and eaten don't don't have uh, jerry be shot and eaten that's all i can ask let's do my best or if it happens don't tell me about it Let's not start the next episode. Guess what? It gets even worse. Guess what? It gets worse. <sighs> I took him out to the rooster place. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And Dad, the lady said, I sent her a picture of him, and she said they could be twins. Her her Luke and my Jerry. Why isn't she Why isn't she one? Her husband won't let her have him. Because he's going to. Because he's, the pasture that he's in is, uh. The fences aren't very good. There's, It's full of thistle. It sounds just like my pasture, actually. And they think he's quite a bit older, so they're afraid he'll die, and then they'll be left with another. Jerry will be left alone again. Can't really help you there. Nope. Bob, get us out of here. I'm sad. I know. Well, with that, that's going to end this horribly depressing episode of Point of View Week. We hope you all enjoyed uh the show. Doubtful. So uh, I'm glad we, I got we the normally do stream anyway. at our uh, at the Poofa Plays Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv backslash Uh We usually let you guys know in, on Facebook when that happens. We had some technical issues this week that didn't allow for us to, to stream. But hopefully we'll have that solved for our next episode. Um, and we will let you guys know when that will be. So, yeah, that's going to do it. So from all of us here at the Ponderfic Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I'm Bob. I'm Ryan. I'm Scott. And I'm Sue. And we'll catch you guys next time on Point of View Weekly. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody.